What's going on, everybody? I'm Walter Hooper, and welcome to episode 15, yes, 15, of Marketing Minds Meet. And we are here at the Not in Gross Point Park, Michigan, a co-working space where we have our business uh, office located. And it's a phenomenal space. Check it out, thenot.com, or I don't know, Kevin, sorry if I'm screwing up the, <laughs> the website. But anyways, go check out the Not. But it is... It is a, a thrill for me to have this uh, today's guest on the on the program because we have we have some history. We've known each other for well since college, and uh, she has gone on to become a boss realtor, and uh, she is just making moves and just killing it in the real estate game as a realtor. I want to introduce the one the only Ashley Treffney what's going on oh my god what an intro thanks Walter appreciate that (laughs) hello everyone hello well you're welcome (laughs) so uh first and foremost how have you been and uh why don't you tell everyone about your your journey as a realtor what what inspired you to become one and where you are currently right now okay well, I'm good to answer your first question. I'm doing great. It's a little hot out, but I'm doing well besides that. It's fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. We're going to be fine. <laughs> it's fine. Where we live in Michigan. We either have extreme hot or extreme cold. So I'd rather be hot, I guess. Um, so yeah, I'm doing well. I'm excited to be here. It's my first podcast. So I'm pumped. Um, and a little bit about my journey into real estate. Um, so I never thought I would do real estate ever. I thought I'm just gonna work at nine to five forever and that's gonna be my life. Um, but I really hated it. <laughs> I never liked having a boss or someone telling me when I can take vacation or I worked really hard for a year and I get a thousand dollar raise. Like not a fan of that. Not a fan of like when you sit in a cubicle. Just not a fan. Um, we can identify. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you work in a collaboration space. Um, so, I don't know how many years ago. My mom and my stepdad put it in my head that I would be a great realtor. They've gone to open houses. They watch HGTV, all the good stuff. And they would come back from open houses and they're like, if this guy can do it, you could do it. <laughs> Which was really nice. But I was like, I'm not about to get a job where I can get sued and work really hard and not make any money off of Um so I, I like put that on the back burner. I'm like, no, that's really, I really appreciate the compliment, but I'm all set. I'll just go to my nine to five. And then one day I was just really like, I was moving from company to company doing the same thing, thinking every company would get better, only to realize it was my job. I didn't like it, but I didn't know where I wanted to go. I didn't know, I didn't want to start over and go back to school and get more student loan debt because I had enough of that. Uh, which is so sad because if you want to like pursue a career, you have to be like, do I want to be in more debt or do I want to just live this life that I have? That's another topic for another time. We're not going to go down that road <laughs> yeah. today, but I we 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 hear you. We yeah. Hear you. So um, so I was driving home somewhere I don't know where, and I saw Jeff Glover's billboard. You know the one eight hundred call, and it has his face. And I was like, that's cool. Like anyone, everyone knows who he is. They just put his face on the on the billboard, and they know. So I was like, you know what? Maybe I do want to do something like that, like real estate. Like I had done like a ton of um, like little side jobs where I would do like, I would sell, sell and dot jewelry or I would, you know, do something on the side where I would be my own boss, but eventually it just got too hard to do with my full-time job. 
I was like, you know what? I'm going to try. I'm going to go home and talk to my mom and my stepdad. And as soon as I told them, they're like, we would be great. Like, we think you'd be great. This is so perfect for you. And then I talked to some girlfriends who are real estate agents just to get their information. Like, if I do this, like, how much money should I save before I make the jump? Or what is it like? Do you Are you working 24-7? So I got a lot of their feedback. And then I just went to, like, a informational session at Keller Williams in Plymouth. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Let's see what happens. If all else fails, I have two degrees. I can just go do something with those. Um... So I did it, and I'm not going back <laughs> to the nine to five world. It was just—it's just fun to like the amount of work you're putting in. You're actually getting a benefit from, as opposed to nine to five. You put in all this work, and then they're like, "Here's twenty more dollars a paycheck, every single paycheck." You're like, "I worked really hard to earn way more than this, so it's paying off." Yeah. Well, and then there's also something to be said <clears throat> because. You know, mentioning how, you know, yeah, if you do the nine to five thing, you know, you're, yeah, sure, you have steady income, Mm -hmm. but at what cost? Right. You know, you're, you're, you're looking at a scenario where now you're, you're able to make the calls and all Mm -hmm. the shots, but as an, as a freshly independent realtor, yes, she went independent, that's right, (laughs) Um, she you're you're now realizing very quickly that it's all on you Mm -hmm. there's nobody else to be you know held accountable except for you yeah so you get the deal done that's on you Mm -hmm. congratulations Mm -hmm. deal falls through and sometimes you know things happen yeah but at the end of the day it's like oh you know yeah shit right (laughs) yes i said that um (laughs) you know so and, and and you're now looking at a scenario where you can you're able to look back and go, okay, that happened, mm-hmm. and you just strike me as the type of person that's just you kind of you can take a step back and you can go, it's okay. Yeah, we're 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 gonna we're gonna see another day here. Yeah, and we're gonna learn from this mm-hmm. and continue to move forward and continue to grow and learn how what not yeah. to do for next time. Yeah, and that's the thing I like about real estate is it teaches you to be very um, what's the word resilient like. You have to learn from your mistakes. You, and if you, if you, because if you keep making that same mistake, yeah, you're going to get zero deals done or you're going to get the reputation of like, oh, that realtor does A, B, and C and no one's going to work, run to work with you. And as many realtors as there are in the state of Michigan, it's a very small world. Like there's plenty of agents I've ran into where I've, you know, wrote offers for them. They wrote offers for me or there was just some, you know, the transaction didn't go well for whatever reason, but you run into each other again. So you really have to learn from your mistakes because, yeah, no one's giving you a paycheck. I hear about some real estate teams that they get a base salary and a pay and commission. I'm like, who is that? Because that's... Where are you at? Where right. are you at? <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, you, this is a job where you have to learn from your mistakes. And I think it's good, I mean, to, to constantly be growing. And it's never a failure because you're learning from them and you're just improving um I think I didn't answer your third question um when I joined real estate when I started doing real estate full-time I was on a team um and then the last few on April 1st I went solo and if you would have told me oh like when I got my license first of all I'm just gonna say it took me five times to pass my real estate test it's a hard test I don't have any shame in that because I want people to know like you can have a hard time taking a test, but you can rock it as a real estate agent. That does not dictate how you're going to do it at work. So I joined a team because I was like, 
okay, I have my license. Now what do I do? Like, I didn't even, I never even bought a house. So I was like, well, I don't even know what you do. Um, and then, yeah, April 1st, I went on my own. So if you had told me when I got my license that I was going to be independent, well, I work for Keller Williams, but on my own in a year and a half, I would have been like, yeah, okay. And yeah, that's one way to learn a lot. <laughs> so just go on your own and jump ahead at first and go for it. So, well, and then, yeah. it, it, but you wouldn't change it for the world. Mm-mm. No. And after I got that first commission check, I was like, <laughs> what? What have I been doing this whole time? Yeah, I was like, this is pay off a credit card, help my mom with some money. Like, it was so nice because that's like why I did this job so I could help friends and family with whatever they needed or, and also to like get, to being debt-free. You know, I got student loans. Um, and so uh, that's a big part of the reason I did this job is because I wanted a job where I could help many people in my life. So helping people find a house, especially ones that they love, helping people sell a house and getting money and then helping my friends and family with, you know, bills or whatever they might need at that point. Yeah. Look at you. Oh, no. Look going, at that. Look to, at that. I know. I'm going to New York with my mom in November, and I'm like, I'll Ooh. pay for everything because I can do that now. Yes. <laughs> yes. It makes me, and also that's good because it makes me hustle a little bit harder because I'm like, I have till November, like the first week in November to have money to pay for this trip. So I got to sell some houses. <laughs> that's right. You got to get, get got to sell them houses. Got to, got to close them deals. <laughs> When you hear when you hear that phrase "clear to close," that's got to be like that's got to be just like you're on and cloud nine. It is good, but I have heard some horror stories of people who get the clear to close, and then like 15 minutes before closing, somebody backs out. Like, oh, oh. it's not. I don't get too excited <laughs> until everyone signs and I get my paycheck. Yeah, that happened. I went to go show a house that had just been put it back on the market, and the agent told me, "Oh, we had everything good to go, and 15 minutes before the closing, the buyer backed out." I'm like, oh, oh my god. I Wow. Cry, I would cry. Would yeah, that's rough. Drink that night. <laughs> One of the two, maybe both. I drink and then cry. <laughs> so. Hey, listen, whatever you got to do to 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 vent and cope. Yeah, that's right. No judgments here. This is a judgment-free zone <laughs> here at the right. knot. Um, so mm-hmm. going into now, we, we we're living in very weird times right now because. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if you go to any gas station, you see those gas prices being hiked up there. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Can I tell you, I got gas for five thirteen today, and I was like, woo, it's so cheap. Where at? Um, by my office in Chesterfield on 23 Mile Road. Five, five thirteen. I thought that was a great deal. Five thirteen. There's a speedway on the corner of 23 and 94. It was five thirteen. Do it. Oh, sorry. So. Continue. I just had to share It's okay. That. I was so it's okay. excited. Five thirteen gas. Isn't that sad when we say that? So sad. Um, so right now, with what, what are we looking at as far as the the market and the value? Is it still because for 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 the longest time now, it's always it seems to be it, it is the obviously seller's market, mm-hmm. and it's it's tough for a buyer to find to get something that isn't at least you know maybe you know a you know ten to twenty grand over. Yeah. So. Where do you see things currently and in the foreseeable future? Is that gonna is that gonna pivot or shift? Because I, there there have been some some whispers of oh there could be a recession coming, but yeah. don't they all say that? But so what is your as as a realtor and the professional in in, in this industry? Yeah. What where do you see the rates and where do you see the market going even within the next six months? Yeah. So of course this is just 
based off past trends and what I've seen. And of course, I'm no, in no way like a market expert, but I will tell you what I think was going to happen. So um, houses are still getting a ton of showings, still getting highest and best where people have to submit their offers by a certain time because there's multiple offers. I just got an offer accepted. We still put 10000 over asking, but they really wanted it, so they didn't care. And they're like, well, we don't care. We'll do whatever. Um, so there's still multiple offers. Um, I think the buyers are going to slow down. I don't think it's going to shift into a buyer's market at all. I think it's going to stay still a seller's market. There's so many buyers. It's just going to be less buyers, um, which means less competition. But I do think the interest rates... Um, they're they're almost they're like a five point seven eight ish. That's average. That was last week. I haven't looked. Maybe I looked. Maybe it was this week. Was it in the last two weeks? Um, but two months ago it was a five point two five, and then it went to a five point zero three, and now it's back up to a five point seven eight. So it really, I think it's just gonna fluctuate every week, and that's how it is. There's a whole if you go on the Freddie Mac website, they literally have interest rates by the week for the last. 30, 40 years. So you really can, you know, look at the trends, but it's constantly changing. And of course it depends on like, you know, your, your debt to income ratio and your credit score and all that stuff. So I'm still telling people like, don't let that scare you. Yeah. It's, it's not two and a half percent or three, what it was last year, but it's not 20% like it was in the eighties, you know, cause that has happened before. Um, but I don't think it's going to go down like it was last year into that area for a while. I think they're also trying to correct the market a little bit because it was so overpopulated with buyers and nobody wanted to sell. So I think that could be a reason for them hiking up rates and then bringing them down, hiking them up, bringing them down. Um, I just tell people like, hold on in a couple of years, you can refinance for a lower rate, you know, or if it goes up higher then you don't refinance and you just keep your rate and you're good because it's now at a 10% and you have a five point. Um, so I think it's still going to be competitive. I wasn't as busy. I haven't been as busy this year as I was last year. Again, I'm on a, I was on a team last year, so I was getting way more leads given to me. And now as a solo agent, I have to seek them out or it takes a little bit longer. Um, for the market, I don't ever want to say if there's going to be like a crash. I do think it's going to be... Everything that's going on in this world, gas prices going up, food going up, just inflation rising, I do think it's going to be more difficult for people to also purchase a house or, you know, rates are, or food's going up and you have this $1,200 a month house payment. So it might be a little bit harder for people to make that payment. So, but people adjust things, you know, they cut things out of their life or they downgrade with things. So... Um, I don't want to say there's going to be a collapse or anything because, um, you know, banks are still, you know, there's a lot more regulations around loans and mortgages than there were when we had the, the collapse. So I think it's going to slow down a little bit. A big objection I'm getting lately is I just want to wait for interest rates to go down. It's like, well, we can't have a, we don't have a crystal ball. You can only go off the trends and what we see right now and then in a couple of years you can refinance and I always say it's not 18% or 20% like it was in the 80s um we just got really lucky last year it was like two and a half percent that was amazing damn (laughs) missed out (laughs) so there's a lot of things that could happen but I think they're just trying to correct itself right now and correct just the crazy house prices that happened last year I mean there are houses that went 75,000 over asking and that's just in Michigan. In California it was like 200,000 plus over asking. 
that's an that's a house in Michigan. <laughs> like you just bought one house, but you technically bought like two. So Michigan, not that bad, not that bad. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Michigan's not that bad. There, <laughs> game over. Um, so that all all wonderful information. Mm, Thank thanks. you for for relaying that and for sharing that because <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of because so many people have so many questions. Yeah, you know, and and so to have someone like yourself that has first-hand mm-hmm. knowledge and insight into those into Thanks. certain resources that a lot of us don't yeah that just helps people make you know helps people feel more comfortable yeah and gives them a sense of relief yeah so my biggest also off that note my biggest piece of advice if you're thinking about buying or you're just curious or you want to sell but you're like i don't want to you know buy a house with the interest rates just talk to a realtor or talk to a mortgage lender don't go off what's in the news what's I mean of course like reliable sources but sometimes it's so skewed or we start searching for like our particular thing and then Google's like oh I'm going to show you only articles that show that so it gets people worried my my advice is just talk to the professionals rather than going on googling an article and reading it and getting nervous I would just say talk professional and that's what I told I have a client right now who wanted to build a house and you know, we've been working together since September, just trying to find him the perfect land, the perfect lot, everything. Finally found it, and he's like, uh, interest rates are too high, I'm not going to do it. And I was like, why don't you just talk to the lender? See where he thinks it's going to go. Maybe you'll be surprised with, like, your credit and your debt-to-income. You know, maybe you'll be surprised. Um, so my advice is just to talk to the professionals rather than Googling a bunch of stuff and reading all kinds of different articles written and sources because they're not always credible, as we know, and we don't always do all... <laughs> Sometimes doing too much research is not great because you're only researching things that um, you're like specifically looking for, not like the whole general area. Basically, what she's saying, just say no to Google <laughs> in this instance. Yeah. Sorry, Google, but yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're going to pass on you for mm-hmm. that. Go to the professionals. Google they will... a realtor or Google a mortgage lender. Specifically, there Google you go. me. And That's then, right. Then, That's yeah, right. Then you can ask me. <laughs> <laughs> so you became independent you, mm-hmm. you 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 went down this you went down this path yeah so there are many upon many realtors <laughs> out there yeah so what is it about you ashley trefney mm-hmm. independent realtor how why should people choose you and what is it about what you offer? How do you differentiate yourself from all the other realtors that are out there? Yeah. Um, there's there's a whole pool of them. There's so what is it about <laughs> you that sets you apart and will will sway people to want to go through you mm-hmm. to purchase their home? Yeah. So, of course, I don't know everything that all realtors do. So I'm just going to speak on what I do. Um, I'm huge on educating people so whether you're a home buyer or a seller I'm big on educating you like along the steps or along the steps along the way um I do meet with buyers and sellers before and I know a lot of agents do this so I'm not saying that I'm the only one who does this this is a a, some agents do some agents don't but I always meet with the client before so that way I can tell them like key terms give them kind of like a timeline of things like the process and way in which things happen um give them a chance to ask any questions let them know like their costs up front 
just so they feel ready. It's just better that I meet with them before. And we can go to coffee. We can go over, do over Zoom, meet in person, like whatever the person wants to do. And also, it makes people feel comfortable going to see a house with a stranger if you've met before. Wonderful. <laughs> well, you heard it here first. <laughs> when you are not busy, or mm-hmm. I shouldn't say busy, when you are not, when you <laughs> yeah. are not being... 1000% productive and just just being the boss realtor that you are what are some what are some of your favorite hobbies or activities that you okay. like to do in your downtime to maybe unwind de-stress whatever yeah what do you got I thought you were gonna say when I'm not busy I'm like that is only when I'm sleeping because I'm busy all the time um so some of my favorite things to do when I'm not doing real estate um I recently started going to Orange Theory Fitness so fun and I was kind of out of the gym game for a while and I was like I need something that's like fun and challenging so I've been going like five days a week because it's so much fun so I do that it's a huge de-stressor just because it's literally me competing against myself and just running or rowing or lifting weights and I love it so I do that um I spend a lot of time with dogs which makes me sound really sad but that no shame in that game (laughs) I spent my friends are dogs um, which just means that I also dog set in addition to doing real estate. I do it through Rover. I do it through friends and family. I've been doing Rover for like, oh my God, six years since 2000. And, okay. Five years, five years. And so I have a lot of reviews on Rover and then a lot. I post all the time, all the dogs I'm watching. So I have lots of friends and family who reach out. So I dog sit a lot. Um, I love going to concerts especially right now in the summer, going to Pine Knob and sitting on the hill or in the pavilion and listening to music and it's warm out and the night is coming. It's just, I love it. So that's a really fun thing. And then I also teach Zumba, um, which is relaxing-ish, but it's a it's one of my favorite things to do just because it's you're dancing and you're not thinking about work or friends or family or money problems. You're just dancing and enjoying life and getting especially as a teacher you get so much energy off students or when students come up and tell you like their weight loss story or something it's really rewarding so exercise music and dogs <laughs> all right hey that's not a bad combo not, not no, a bad think, combo I don't at think all so either. um who are some of your favorite bands just off the top of your head oh man okay one of my well my favorite artist ever is jack white Gotta gotta give gotta give Jack the the, the love. He is he is a Detroit native. Yes, I have seen him so many times in concert. My first concert was the White Stripes when I was fourteen. I've seen him a lot. I was actually at the concert where he got married. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Wow. I was like, oh my god, I'm a celebrity's wedding. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. Oh, this is so great. Um, so I love Jack White. Um, just speaking because I was just at their show, Dave Matthews Band. So good. Um, I love Lord Huron, Head in the Heart, um, Regina Spector, um, Hanson. I love Hanson. I can't, I can't, (laughs) I can't deny it. I, they're coming to concert. I'm going to go see them. I've seen them once before. They're still just as good as they were when they were 10 singing Bob. Um, oh, I love so many. I love a lot of genres. Country. I'm trying to think of my favorite artist. I mean, I love Miranda Lambert. I love Zach Brown Band. Um, Kenny Chesney is always a good time. Yeah, I got a lot of favorites. Those are just a handful. 
You just love going to concerts. I do. There's nothing wrong with that. I We've do. been to a few shows. Uh, yeah, we saw John Mayer. We saw John Mayer when it was really freaking hot. Yeah, it I remember really... it was in the pavilion, like, standing. All of a sudden, I'm like, I think I might pass out. Mm-hmm. I had to sit down. Yep. Yeah. But what was what was fun, too, about that show was uh, we went we went with some uh, with some other friends of mm-hmm. ours. Uh, spoiler, uh, Ashley was in a sorority, and I was <laughs> in a fraternity, and that's how that's how we crossed paths. Yeah. So I took uh, took uh, one of my fraternity brothers, who is also my best friend, mm-hmm. and uh, we took uh, I think two of your other two yeah. of the, two of your sisters. Mm-hmm. And what was neat about that experience was that was all your guys' first time seeing. Him. Yeah. That was I think my third time seeing mm-hmm. him. So I kind of went in and I was like, oh man, I wonder how they're good, what they're going to think. But so right after he, he launched into his, uh, his first song, I could see like, at, like I looked it's around so and everyone was just like, whoa. Yeah. And he was like wearing a wife beater and like jean shorts and had like a headband. And it was like, just like, he just like. He was athleisure before yeah, it, before it was cool. Exactly. It was like, he like woke up and he was like, maybe I'll go play a show tonight. And just like went on stage and just killed it for like hours you're just like effortless, effortless. So good. Listen, when when you have that kind of talent and you have that kind, you you just you just. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it was my ring. It was my ring. Uh, yeah, ASMR. No, that's that, that'll wake you right up. Um, no, he. Yeah, you just yeah. you just you just do you know DGAF. Yeah. So yeah. So, um. Last question I have for you, mm-hmm. uh, for everyone that is tuning in or will be tuning in to check out. Um, so you had, um, so for those that don't know, she actually is a independent realtor. Um, and so she's been in the game for a year and a half. Cause yeah. I, well, if you count when I got my license, like a year and eight months. <laughs> <laughs> and I add that because people are very big on how long you've been a realtor for when they use you. Which That's is a, right. Which is annoying. That's right. <laughs> um, last question, mm-hmm. though, that I do have for you is what what ultimately is your biggest motivation um, to not only to to uh, to do what you do and then also for those that are looking to go independent. Mm-hmm. In, in in real estate and being a realtor, um, what would be some words of wisdom or some insight to offer to those individuals that are maybe on the fence and you know maybe are a little af- you know, afraid to take mm-hmm. that leap into you know independent yeah. realty uh, into the independent realtor game? So I guess it's a two party question, really. Um, okay, so a big motivator for me is I just have. I have a lot of goals like financially and personally that just like a nine to five was not going to get me, at least in my field. Um, if you're in technology, you're probably doing great. Um, but in my field, I, you know, I want to, I have a lot of student loans. So I'm trying to get out of those, but I'm 40, which means I have like six years in one month. Just scary to think. Um, I just want, uh, I had a great childhood growing up. I, and I hope when I have children, that I can provide that life for them too. Um, but of course, as I got older, I you, you learn about things that your parents hide or they they sacrifice so that your, their children can have a good life. And I don't ever want to 
um, you know, have a family and, and worry about things. I want everyone to live comfortably. And I also want to be able to help. I mentioned this a little bit earlier before Facebook Live, but I want to be able to help my friends and family with things. Like I would, I think every kid's dream as they get older is to like help their parents pay off their mortgage. Like how cool is that? You did that for your parents because they've done all this stuff for you, raising you into a good person. Um, and yeah, I just have a lot of like, I want to travel a lot of places. I just have a lot of goals. I want to like have a cottage and I want to have an Airbnb business and I want to get season tickets to Broadway and Detroit every single year so I can go see all the shows. Like I just have a lot of things I want to accomplish. So, you know, just taking that extra step where now um, when I get, when I'm a sol- as you're a solo agent, you get more commission because you're not splitting with anyone because you're you're paying for everything on your own. When you're on a team, your team leader pays for leads and pays for photography and all that stuff. So you have to give part of that back because they're paying for everything up front. So when I went solo, you know, my first paycheck, I was like, oh, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I was excited for. And that allowed me to help with some things with my family. And it was a great feeling. Um, so... For someone who's on a team or someone who's just starting off wondering if they want, they should go solo. Um, you know, it's different for everyone. Being on a team is, a, in my opinion, a great way to start real estate. I learned so much and I learned such good skills. And I had we had coaches and we had other realtors to bounce ideas off of. So it was really helpful. Um, I was actually going to go to a different team after this after team I was on and that everybody was like you should just go solo and I was so scared I'm like I'm not ready for that and then I thought maybe I should do something that will make me uncomfortable maybe that's a good thing to be uncomfortable in something and so I was like you know what I'm gonna try it and if it doesn't work out then I have this other team I can go back to or I have the other team I was gonna join but if it's something that you can see yourself doing but you're still a little scared I just say that's a good sign because it's showing that you want to step out of your comfort zone and that you want to make yourself better and honestly you're gonna learn so much on your own I learned like I said a ton of being on a team but when I went on my own there are things I hadn't done yet I hadn't done any paperwork yet like processing I've written contracts and stuff but I had never processed paperwork I had never put a you know, something into our system with our with our closing documents. I'd never done any of that or figured out a photographer being used. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so, like, you really learn a lot, but it was scary. But I was like, this is something I need, something to push you out of your comfort zone. Because if you're just going from being comfortable to being comfortable to being comfortable, like, you're really learning and growing. So I say just make a list of pros and cons. There's... Really, you just have to make yourself happy. So if you have everyone telling you to join a team or go solo, like do what's best for you at that moment. And then it's not like it's permanent. Everything's temporary. So you can join the team. And if it doesn't work out, you can go back. Or you can be solo. If you go solo and it doesn't work out, you can go be on a team. You know, there's, I just think it's good to be pushed out of your comfort zone. So that's my advice. (laughs) Well done. Well (laughs) done. Thanks. I hope I I didn't ramble too much. I I feel like I do a lot sometimes. It's fine. You're (laughs) good. That's that's why we're here. That's that's why you have a mic in front of you. That's the whole point. It's dangerous. (laughs) Give me a mic. I'll just talk and talk and talk. (laughs) Um, Well... Before we before we log off here, what uh, how can people uh, contact you if they're looking to um, purchase their home or if they have yeah. questions? Do you have do you have a social media a website uh, a work number? I, I want to hear all <laughs> of the things that people can do yeah. to find you and reach out to you. 
Um, so I'm on social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram. I have TikTok, but I mostly just post dog videos of dogs that I dog sit. <laughs> I do some real estate on there. Um, but you can, yeah, I don't, I have just my cell phone. So I'll give you that number is 586-215-1211. Um, you can email me at A-T-R-E-F-N-E-Y at KW.com. You've got my Facebook, Ashley Trefney. You can send me a message on Facebook. Um, you can reach out to Walter and then ask for me. <laughs> um, but those are the, I would say phone and, and Facebook is probably the best. Instagram, I mean, you can, but those are the two big ones. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, I like it. Nice. I like it a lot. <laughs> um, well, I just want to say it has been a pleasure and it's uh, been Same. a thrill. It's nice to, uh, chatting with you. And yeah. Really learning more about not only what you do, but seeing and, and, and hearing just how much you have you have grown as as a realtor as a professional Thanks. um and and hearing your insight and your knowledge on on uh, uh, in in that in that field that is Thank that you. is very refreshing so Thanks. um so i know to uh to keep you definitely keep you at the top of the stack when i hear people <laughs> wanting to wanting to uh buy a home yeah, purchase a home. I appreciate that. I will, even if you just have someone who's thinking about it, just a thought in their mind, I will never pressure anyone to do something they don't want to do. So if they're not ready to buy, we can just have a chat about home buying, um, the process. You know, I have people who are interested, but they don't have enough money saved up yet. So I'm never going to push anyone to do something they don't want to do because it's not my money. So um, yeah, feel free to reach out to me or to Walter with any questions. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being here, Ashley. It really was a it really was a, a thrill and a pleasure. Aww, thanks for having me. Um, and uh, this has been episode fifteen of Marketing Minds Meet. So uh, I am Walter Hooper. You can't see me, but you can hear me. <laughs> um, thank you, and we will see you next time. Bye. Thanks, Walter.